Hey there, it's episode seven. <sighs> I'm a July baby, so <laughs> I like that number. But anyway, hi. <laughs> I hope whoever's tuning in is doing well and that you had a peaceful week in whatever way that means for you. Maybe that means you were productive and got some stuff on your to-do list done. Maybe that means you took care of yourself and got some fresh air. Maybe you treated yourself or got some well-deserved rest. And hey, if you didn't do any of those things, because this is real life and we've all been there, (laughs) um, I'm sending lots of positive and healing and loving energy your way, hugging you from afar and whatever you got going on, you got this. And speaking of that, um, I'm over here yapping and I didn't welcome listeners yet. (laughs) That's incredibly rude of me. So let me back it up. Uh, Welcome. If you're a returning listener, I'm so happy to have you back. And if you're new, I'm happy to have you here as well. I really appreciate it. Most folks tuning in already know the drill, but to make sure everyone is up to speed, You Got This is a podcast where we explore authentic living, seeing things from a higher perspective, and how to balance taking care of yourself and the world around you. If you're new, I didn't just spell you like the letter U in the title because I'm an unprofessional professional. there's a purpose for it. So the U stands for universe or universal consciousness. And of course, it's a play on the word U with a Y, but you have permission to make the U whatever you want it to be. I'm your host, Asia Smith, and I'm a leadership educator, life coach, and intuitive healer. That's not a replacement for a therapist, okay? (laughs) I'm a gal who identifies as esoteric and I'm into all the universe stuff. So for folks tuning into the podcast, I do collective energy readings at the end of each episode and I have clients. I work with aside from the podcast and that's all fine and dandy. I'm here to help and uplift and support. But if you need more than that, please do what you got to do to keep yourself well, because it truly does matter to me and it matters to the folks around you too. Okay. (laughs) So far on You Got This, for folks who have been hanging in there (laughs) since episode one, and if you're new, of course you can go back and listen or not. It's your choice, authentic living, but So far, we've talked about removing the quote unquote mask, which means the version of yourself you present to the world that deep down in your soul may not be the real you. A side note, (laughs) that doesn't apply to being safe and considerate of others during the pandemic. Please wear your literal non quote unquote mask, okay? (laughs) Just wanna put that out there. Um, So we've also talked a little bit about feeling free to experiment, get curious and doing your own research to identify what lights you up or energizes you, having a positive growth mindset, self-love, self-care, the inevitable changes we all go through in life one way or another and how we can turn those into opportunities to transform in the way that we see fit. And then we had that long ass energy reading last episode. (laughs) If you sat through the entire reading, uh, you know what? That makes me smile. We're we're best buds now. (laughs) But yeah, um, through that, we were able to gather some words of wisdom from the universe (laughs) spirit about how we connect with our inner selves and connect with others. So now what? (laughs) What do we do with all that? Uh, Well, ladies and gents, what we do with that is get the journey started and we go with the motherfucking flow. (laughs) So if you feel like you found your flow already, cool. Appreciate you being here. Um, Maybe you'll get a gentle reminder or hear a different perspective today. But if you're tuning in and this podcast resonates with you in your heart space, and I've said this before uh, in a previous episode, chances are you're on your way to figuring that out for yourself. And that's 100% okay. 
and fair. <laughs> and it's a great place to be in. Um, you're who I'm here for and I got you. So <laughs> just sit back and relax and let it flow, yeah? <laughs> Let's dive in. Going with the flow. Since last episode was so long, uh, my goal for this segment for episode seven is for it to be seven minutes or less. However, being concise is not my strength, so I'm also giving myself permission to go with the flow. (laughs) So we can take our time with this if we need to. The reason why it's so important to find your flow and feel confidently in the pocket links to a few episodes back where I talked about the core four or building your foundation based on your personal values, yeah? Um, There are gonna be things in life that the universe kind of sprinkles into your journey that have the potential to throw you off course or to knock you off your flow, so to speak. And the test, um, you know what? I won't even call it a test (laughs) because I think that prematurely creates anxiety and sometimes the word test can have a negative connotation. So think of it like a level or a checkpoint in a game you enjoy, or perhaps if you like puzzles or board games, (laughs) that's your life. And I don't mean that your life is literally a game. I'm saying that your life is certainly your own unique adventure. And when you see your authentic journey as an adventure, that's all yours, whether that's physical, mental, spiritual, all the things, (laughs) you're going to have your own flow and you're going to learn from experience and figure out all the moves and combos to get through each boss. (laughs) And we're programmed to view life as a competition from childhood. Our traditional, or we can say mainstream education system reinforces this. Business, government, media, everything. And that doesn't mean it's horrible to consume those things. Um, Part of authentic living is doing your own thing. And the flow part of that is finding whatever resonates with you or energizes you. And that means you gotta be open to different perspectives and keep an open mind. You know, microdosing isn't bad. (laughs) And in order to feel confident enough in your ability to think for yourself or lean into your intuition anyway, you need to actually know things. (laughs) And that way you can discern what resonates with you and what doesn't. And I mention that because a prerequisite for tapping into your flow is the independent thinking piece. It's not going to work if what you base, what you create in your physical reality uh, on the expectations and opinions of others. It's necessary to consider feedback that we get throughout life and lessons learned that are intended for our growth, especially when it's in our best interest or coming from someone who's earned our trust, right? But peer pressure, that ain't it. (laughs) That's not allowed in this house. Um, I'm all about doing your own thing and going with the flow, even if that means you're flowing in a different direction than others. As long as how you're moving isn't bringing harm to yourself or the world around you, you have permission to go your own way. It's okay if there's just a few flowing alongside you or if you're the only one. Authentic living and universal consciousness mean understanding that underneath all the programming and societal stuff, we're meant to be equal and we're all connected. You don't have to follow the crowd to create value or have a place in the world. If you think about your foundation or core four of what grounds you, which again means your genuine values and interests, whatever that is, that'll lead you to your tribe of weirdos (laughs) who are just like you. And I mean weirdo in a very endearing way because I'm an odd person myself. (laughs) So maybe that's a big crowd, maybe it's small, 
All that matters is that you feel like you can be your authentic self in it. When you're in your flow, you feel safe to remove the mask, if you will. And when you found your flow, you'll be able to feel it because shit'll just start manifesting left and right. <laughs> it's just gonna start happening for you to get you to that next checkpoint in your journey. Um, and I'm not even kidding about that. And I say checkpoint rather than destination because the flow doesn't stop. Life doesn't stop teaching us lessons the older we get, unless you get so deep into hermit mode that you're not making any moves, which I don't recommend. I'm all for hermit mode, which was a major theme in the extended energy reading in the last episode. I'm still a bit of a hermit when it comes to social media, especially because I'm in the minority of folks out there who don't enjoy it. Besides the occasional post here and there, it's not my cup of tea. But if you like it, you have every right to. And I want you to keep doing your thing. <laughs> Hashtag authentic living. But yeah, I put that out there because hermit mode should be something you integrate into your flow of how you move throughout the world and process information or process experiences. It's not the entire flow, okay? <laughs> Life's a delicate balance of destiny and free will, which means letting things come to you, perhaps that happens when you're in that hermit mode, versus making an effort in doing the outreach and doing the transformative slash transformational work on yourself as you learn from life experience or from the experience and guidance of others. Flow equals movement. And if you need inspiration or examples, rather than completely starting from scratch yourself, the first thing I'll say to that is, <laughs> I recommend starting from scratch if you can. Um, depending on access and resources, some of us don't have a choice but to navigate the dynamics of life on our own. But if you do have a choice, I recommend it because it'll make your independent thinking and intuitive muscles that much stronger. But I know that's not the case for everyone. <laughs> Some folks prefer an example or a reference point, and I respect that to each their own. So if that's the case for you, this is gonna be so easy. Just think about someone you look up to or feel inspired by or highly respect. Doesn't matter who it is, what their status is. It could be a family member, friend, colleague, a famous person, complete stranger, whatever. They energize you for a reason, right? And it's likely because you appreciate the way they're moving throughout their life. <laughs> You're feeling their flow. Something about it is resonating with you. And uh, I'm awkward talking about myself, but if it's helpful for me to do it and like kind of share a little bit about my own flow here, um, for context, I'm in my early 30s now. And I made a conscious decision when I was about 19, 20, that ultimately what's going to bring me abundance is helping people heal because I myself was going through a significant period of self-healing at that time. So just to be a little vulnerable <laughs> with listeners, um, if you're new, I mentioned my mother in, in our last episode. And even for folks who tuned in last episode to go even further with this, <laughs> she passed away when I was 18. And that was a year where... At, not even just me, but so many, so many folks, <laughs> I was going through so many significant changes already as a young woman. And in addition to losing her, I experienced some other pretty significant trauma um, within the same year that completely changed my outlook on life. And oof, at the time I was working three jobs just to stay afloat, a college student. I had no time or access to resources like a coach or therapy. And even with what we did have on campus uh, with our psych center, I didn't have any time <laughs> to go visit. So obviously I eventually hit a really low point because I was running away from the pain rather than facing it. And 
when I thought about who helped me out of all that, it was actually my college RA. And RA stands for resident advisor or resident assistant for anyone who doesn't know uh, what RA stands for. Um, and <laughs> my RA actually happened to be my orientation leader as well. And so <laughs> I feel like she deserves a, sh a shout out. And so uh, this is going to sound like a fake name, but I swear it's real. You can look her up. Um, but I guess low key, please don't because <laughs> she's a sweetheart and I don't want anyone um, bothering her. But her name is Crystalie Trinidad <laughs> and she's got a little one on the way. So shout out to Crystalie and shout out to Hollis Hall at St. John's University. <laughs> um, but anyway, her presence comforted me and inspired me to want to provide that for other people. So I decided I just want to pursue finding ways to help people because that's what helped me to heal. And it didn't matter to me what that looked like or how that manifested. I just wanted to feel better and also feel like I was doing something good for the world. So for my authentic journey, I went from originally pursuing being in the entertainment industry, which ties back to one of my core four that I shared in episode four, being music, arts and entertainment. And as a result of some things that happened in life, that pillar, you know, that part of my core four had been missing for, for quite some time. So anyway, um, back to my mom dying. <laughs> so that happened. The responsibilities piled up for me and my life changed in several other ways. So I had to pivot really to survive. And that's not unique to me. Many folks out there experience hardship and have to adapt in order to overcome adversity. But part of my journey of healing from some of the adversity that I'd experienced was becoming a mentor and a leader on my campus, which led to unique opportunities that seemed to just pop up out of nowhere <laughs> and ultimately launched my career in higher ed, which was not what I envisioned for myself, <laughs> you know, when I was a kid or even leading up to when I started college, but I, I kind of just had to go with the flow. And within that higher ed experience, I found my passion for being a healer and a mentor and a coach. And so I moved around a few different industries to learn from real world experience and from there determine exactly which route I wanted to take. And Eventually, all roads led to me getting certified as a life coach because <laughs> that's what I really love to do is just, you know, connecting with folks and, and helping to support and uplift them. And to keep it all the way real, jobs kept manifesting for me after that. Like <laughs> once I made that conscious decision at 19, um, you know, my flow led to tremendous personal and professional growth um, and opened many doors for me. And it also paid my bills. So it allowed me to take care of my loved ones as well, uh, which is cool. You know, I'm taking care of myself and the world around me in my own way. And it's not like the challenges in life have stopped. Uh, they definitely have not stopped. <laughs> I'm just equipped to, equipped to flow through them. Yeah. And, you know, a caveat to all this, just something I want to make very clear. I'm not saying to make your flow about following the money, because for quite some time I was helping people without getting any of that. <laughs> And even still, a lot of the work I do is free of charge to clients I serve because of how sensitive I am about equity and access and financial insecurity. Um, I've lived through all that myself, and there's a lot of untapped potential out there out there that stays dormant, uh, quite honestly, because folks simply don't have the resources they need to bring it to life. Um, I could go on forever about that. But aside from that, <laughs> the flow shouldn't be all about what you gain from it, especially if the purpose of that gain is for you to use it to bring others down. The gain should be about what you enjoy that helps you help yourself and also helps the world around you. 
Use whatever that is as your compass in decision-making and know that you'll be able to get back on track regardless of the direction that you go in, even if you go a little off course from the flow. And that's universal consciousness right there, my friends. <laughs> We're all part of the universe, everything's connected. And the reason why finding our flow is important for authentic living as well as living consciously and universally is that it helps us identify our unique and irreplaceable spot in the universe. <laughs> that little speck we take up in the grand scheme of things. Um, it gives a sense of purpose and value and meaning in our own way. No one can take it away from you if you're the one creating the flow and setting the terms, you know? <laughs> the force is with you so you don't have to force it. Um, your flow is yours. So <laughs> let's do a final time check for the segment. Um, okay, and we're at, we are at about 12 minutes and 30 seconds, folks. Um, yep, not surprised. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening. And on that note, let's close out. Thanks so much for listening, folks. Check out the description for links and contact info if you have any feedback whatsoever or would like to be on the show. I'd love to hear from you. Also, be sure to stay tuned after this next message if you'd like to hear the energy reading for today. I'm your host, Asia Smith. Be safe, stay well, and if anything comes up this week or beyond, know that you got this. Until next time. This podcast is sponsored by Authentic Service Group, an organization empowering young adults to explore their potential and achieve success genuinely through virtual life and leadership coaching, community engagement, and networking events for emerging leaders in the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area and beyond. For more information, visit AuthenticServiceGroup.org. No matter what life throws your way, you got this. Hey folks, welcome to the energy reading for episode seven. I'm so grateful to have you here. Gentle reminder if this isn't your first time and a heads up if it is, these are general collective readings rather than being one-on-one. So it's possible what comes through may not apply to you and that's quite all right. That just means the guidance in this particular reading might be messages that someone else out there needs to hear and maybe the next one will be for you. You have permission to take what resonates from this reading and leave what doesn't. Before we get started, let's all just take a deep breath. Mm. <laughs> I needed that. Um, I've got my energy feeling good over here. If you need a minute or two to get your energy right, feel free to do so. Go ahead and pause and come back when you're ready. I've already blessed and shuffled the card decks I'm using for our reading today, so just a quick shout out to the artists for the decks before we get started. We've got the Universal Weight Tarot by A.E. Weight and Pamela Coleman-Smith, Angels and Ancestors Oracle by Kyle Gray, the Moonology Oracle by Yasmin Boland, and the Daily Crystal Inspiration Oracle by Heather Askinasi. Okie dokie. <laughs> Let's see what's in the cards for us today, shall we? going to kick us off with the Universal Tarot deck. I'm um, going to try to make this reading swift. 
I know the last one was a lot and I am sensitive to your time and attention span. So, I mean, I know I said in the earlier segment, I was going to try to make it seven minutes or less and we ended up going almost 13, <laughs> but, um, I also gave us permission to go with the flow. <laughs> so the, the same thing's going to apply here, but I am going to try to move on through this. Uh, and actually, you know what, while I'm thinking about the earlier segment, something that I want to mention that I think is really important. So this is a supplement <laughs> to the, that last segment of the episode. Um, I mentioned for my core Four. Um, one of my pillars, if you will, was music, arts and entertainment and that that had to be put to the side for a while. But in that process, I ended up finding my passion, which is like really, really what I'm leaning into now. Um, something that's really important to consider in your own journey is that sometimes you are going to have to make tough decisions where you need to still keep that compass in mind. Yeah. And so for me, you know, on my journey, I did have to hibernate <laughs> that pillar for a little bit, but I mean, it was never gone. <laughs> I never lost sight of it. And so, yeah, I mean, through things like this podcast and in other kind of unique and creative ways that I've had to make it work for me and my life and just my circumstances, um, I, you know, I'm, I'm getting that back, you know, that, that balance is coming back. And so that's something you got to think about for yourself. Um, if that applies to you, uh, again, I'm kind of awkward sharing about myself, like, <laughs> but just in case this is helpful for anyone, that's why I'm doing it. Um, think about that. And if my story doesn't resonate with you, that's okay. Uh, as I mentioned in the episode, maybe there's somebody else out there that it inspires you. So if you know them personally, ask them questions. Um, if you don't know them, do your research. <laughs> uh, but they're, you know, maybe part of their journey, uh, you know, something that they've experienced that resonates with you that can give you some sort of a framework and a reference point if that's helpful for you. Um, yeah, felt called to say that. Anyway, back to the reading. So much for... <laughs> Uh, already so much for keeping it quick but here we go so universal tarot deck <laughs> oh okay we okay so we got two cards um ah this actually came out uh during the last reading we got the four of swords and both of these cards are upright just for context uh we got the four of swords and we got a major arcana card we got the strength card Nice. Uh, that's actually not a bad place um, to start. And for anyone who's new, swords um, for tarot represents air. And so that's the energy as far as, you know, thoughts and mindset. And then we've got the strength card. So that's cool. You know, mental strength is what I'm kind of getting for what we're starting with here. Uh, I'm going to go with the... Um, the Moonology deck next. All right, <laughs> that was quick. Thank you. Okay, we got the new moon in Aquarius. Bring love into the situation. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, let's do the Daily Crystal Inspiration deck. And then we'll close out with the Angels and Ancestors. Okay. We got from the Crystal Inspiration deck, we got Black Kyanite, Set Strong Boundaries. Okay. And uh, let's see what final messages we get from the angels and the ancestors. Let's see what wisdom uh, spirit got for us this week. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you know, I'm paying attention to this. The fact that it's taking so long for, uh, for, <laughs> okay, there we go. For the cards, like maybe there's a, a little bit of a, a block or a delay in communication. Okay. So we got the, the Eagle card. See from a higher perspective. Okay. Uh, all right, I'm just moving the cards around, putting my spread together. Hmm. Hmm. This, um, <laughs> I got a cough. <coughs> Excuse me. So, hmm. this feels like a very clear, uh, a really clear message. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like from the Universal Tarot deck with the Four of Swords card, uh, again, this came up in the last energy reading. So just a recap in case there's anybody tuning in who also tuned in uh, to that one. With the Four of Swords, um, this represents mental stability in a sense, with four representing stability <laughs> and foundations as well. Um, it's... It's almost like a mental truce. <laughs> if there was any kind of mental conflict going on for you, um, this indicates that you're getting a little bit of rest from that. And as far as the artwork on the card, something I also explained last time, um, it shows a statue that's laying on its back. It's in a position where, you know, it's, it's got prayer hands. It's almost as if what a statue would look like in a, you know, if it were in a casket, but it's got three swords that are floating atop and then one sword that's laying below it. Um, and to me, you know, the message that I get from that, it's like there, there's all this <laughs> shit happening <laughs> on the outside, but you know, this statue's got it's, it's sword and it's good. It's chilling. Like, yeah, like there's so much happening that could cause, mental strife um but it's like there's that compass of that one sword where it's like okay you know i'm protected and i feel like that's also where the strength card comes in uh here from the universal tarot deck as well and the oh i love the artwork on this card um yeah it shows a lady she's oh yeah she's in a beautiful dress she's got 
what seems to be a halo floating over her head, but it, it it's an infinity sign. And she's petting this lion and, it, and the lion is just based on the artwork and what it's sort of conveying. It's, it's like a dog, you know, it's completely, <laughs> you know, she's been able to tame the beast for lack of a better way to put it. And so, yeah, I mean, this card I feel represents I mean, it, not I feel, it does. <laughs> it represents tolerance, um, compassion. Yeah, I mean, it kind of ties into a, a little bit of what came up in the episode as far as overcoming adversity. Um, yeah, and so as far as these tarot cards, that message is very much present here. You know, whoever I'm picking up on has overcome um, some things. Uh and so I think it, I think as a result of that, maybe what's going on for you is that with the set strong boundaries, I see this as less of a message from <laughs> spirit telling you to do it. I feel almost like spirit is kind of telling you to open up. Yeah, open up. Um... Because with the eagle card uh, from the angels and ancestors deck, see from a higher perspective and then from the moonology deck, new moon and Aquarius and Aquarius is that's an air sign and we've got the air energy from the swords. And so, again, I feel like what perhaps whatever walls are up, you know, where it's coming from, it's it, it it's mental. <laughs> it's all been kind of a mental thing for you. But with bring love into the situation, it's like, yeah, you know, um, you're you you're really standing in your power and you're perhaps you're feeling incredibly stable you know mentally especially mentally with that air energy um and it's almost like spirits giving you permission to uh to relax <laughs> yeah per, perhaps if you were to get in that eagle energy and kind of see things from a higher perspective and with the eagle um, you know, when it's, when it's ready to eat, <laughs> it can, you know, it, it, you know, it swoops down. Um, and it's just, it's such a powerful, um, such a powerful creature <laughs> and it has a, an incredible sight, foresight, vision, and the ability to zero in on things. And yeah, I feel like, you know, with the four swords that, that kind of reflects that again with that mental strength, but with the setting strong boundaries and what I'm getting from this is, is with the boundaries and even with what this crystal looks like, it's, I mean, it's, I mean, it kind of looks like a weed flower, but it, <laughs> but it's, you know, it's, it, it's kind of rough. Uh, yeah. And so, I mean, yeah, that's the best way I can kind of put it. And so just what I'm getting, it's such a stark contrast to the rest of what's in this spread. Um, I think just artwork wise, feeling wise, energy wise. That's why I feel like this is a message of like, okay, like you can kind of calm it down. <laughs> you can see things from a higher perspective. And when you do look at it that way, I think you recognize that it's okay and safe to bring love into the situation and, and take that how it resonates for you. What I feel from this is like, it's okay to let your guard down, you know? And, and that's why I'm saying like with this boundaries card, like I see it less as a message of like, do it. <laughs> Cause it's like, I mean, you got to do that anyway. That's, that's how, that's what's healthy for us. I see this as a message of like, 
okay, like you can chill. <laughs> you can chill with that a little bit, like still do it, but chill. Um, yeah, yeah. And with bringing love into the situation, it's like, it's okay, it's safe. Like you can let your guard down a little bit because with this strength card of, you know, compassion and tolerance, um, it ties into that, you know? And as I mentioned with the Four of Swords and seeing from a higher perspective, the artwork on the card of the Four of Swords, I wouldn't say it necessarily reflects that whole seeing from a higher perspective thing. But if you think about the statue and kind of like the prayer hands, you know, you could consider it like a meditative state. And when, you know, we really are kind of with ourselves and just quiet, <laughs> and able to clear out the noise. Um, I think that is when we can get in that eagle energy and see from a higher perspective. So yeah, yeah. This reading, uh, I think made a lot of sense and it's an encouraging message. I think whoever I'm picking up on, this is spirit letting you know that you're, you're getting to a point in whatever stage you're in, in your journey where it's like, (laughs) you can relax and it like, it's like, it's safe. Um, it's like a safe checkpoint <laughs> in the game of life. Uh, yeah. So whoever this resonates for, I hope it was helpful. Uh, if none of this resonated for you, that's okay. Uh, maybe somebody that you know is experiencing something like this and hopefully the next reading will be for you. <laughs> uh, I hope everybody has a great week. Be safe, stay well, and talk soon. <laughs>